Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. A lot of basketball to talk about. Some high school, obviously, basketball going on. We'll talk about Ball State a little bit later on this hour. Right now, though, you're in here for the scores. That's why you're listening. So we don't want to disappoint you. We'll turn it over to the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Let's go ahead and start with Brown County. They were in high school basketball action tonight. The boys' team took on Monrovia. Monrovia won 72-57. Milan against South Ripley. Milan being victorious 52-46. New Palestine against Indianapolis. Ron Colley. New Palestine would be the victors 58-41. Noblesville defeated Franklin Central by 20. 51-31. The final score there. Providence took on Henryville. 48-38 in favor of Providence. South Decatur and Scottsburg took to the court with Scottsburg being victorious 49-30. South Bend, Washington versus Jimtown. It was Washington that would win 66-29. South Knox defeated Vincennes Lincoln 49-23. Southmont beat Covington 59-48. And Terre Haute North laid into Clay City 70-41. Let's move over to girls high school basketball now. It was Greenwood at Decatur Central. Greenwood would win by 3, 41-38. Garen Catholic took on Brave if Jesuit. Garen Catholic would win by two, 41 to 39. Hamilton Southeastern took on My Zionsville Eagles, but Southeastern would be the winner, 69 to 56. Homestead defeated Fort Wayne North decisively, 59 to 14. Indian Creek beat Northview, 46 to 29. Kokomo played against Richmond, Kokomo winning, 53 to 38. Marion and Lafayette Jefferson took to the court. It was Lafayette Jeff winning, 56 to 21. Lake Central against Valparaiso. It was Central who would win 57-53 in that one. Lebanon took on North Montgomery, and they would win 48-21. Leo would face off against East Noble, 46-18 in favor of Leo there. Michigan City faced off against Laporte. Michigan City emerged victorious 52-20. Mooresville defeated Plainfield 54-41. And Mount Vernon-Fortville beat Greenfield Central 55-19. to You may know the Purdue Boilermakers played last night, and they won 61-39 to in that one against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Here's head coach Matt Painter on how the team was locked in that game from start to finish. First half um, of Rutgers, and probably the first 8-10 to 10 minutes against Ohio State, like here in the past month, I'd say those are the only two times where you just – you know, didn't feel like, you know, we were all there. And, and, and that's that's competitive sports, right? You're, you're not going to have a team that's going to go 10 games and then just say, like, hey, every half we've been ready, every half we've played well. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. But for the most part, our guys have been dialed in. And- Purdue plays again tomorrow, I'm sorry, on Sunday at 1 p.m. They will be at home against Maryland. Purdue currently on a five-game winning streak off of the upset Loss to the Rutgers Scarlet Knight, Rutgers Scarlet Knights at the beginning of the month. Coach talked about how the Ball State Cardinals were in action today, and they ended up losing their game to the Kent State Golden Flashes, eighty-six to sixty-five. Ball State falls to thirteen and six with that loss right there. The Indiana State Sycamores will be playing tomorrow. They're looking to break a three-game losing streak against Murray State. That game tipping off at 6 p.m. Evansville, the Purple Aces, also taking to the court tomorrow. Also looking to break a losing streak. Theirs being seven games. They're tipping off at 4 p.m. against Drake at home. Valparaiso, the Beacons, will be playing tomorrow as well against Illinois State at 7 p.m. They are away for that one. And finally, Southern Indiana will be on the court at 4.30 
p.m. against the SIU Edwardsville Cougars. Lastly, in the Hoosiers are in action on Sunday at noon against the Michigan State Spartans. They're on a two-game winning streak after a rocky January, hoping to get back into Big Ten Conference Championship conversations. For Network Indiana, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're so glad you could join us. Um, Greg Rakestraw, my broadcast partner tomorrow for the IUPUI University of Detroit Mercy game at the fairgrounds. And I'm honored to be with him for the IHSAA Girls Tournament pairing show on Sunday. Tonight he has the Lawrence North 67-66 nail-biting win over North Central. Greg, thanks so much for the call. It's a great way to start your weekend. It's a heck of a game tonight. Not bad when LN comes back from an 18-point third-quarter deficit, and they do it playing without their second-best player, in Kobe Bowles tonight, who turned an ankle late in the Marion County Championship game last Saturday. You know, kind of the adrenaline of the moment he was able to play, kind of through it or come back at the end of the game last week, but in a boot tonight and did not play. And if LN didn't need any more to come back from, their top player and Xavier Robinson committed two fouls in the first minute, 45 seconds, and then picked up his fourth foul late in the third quarter. They managed to overcome all of that, and North Central could not hang on to a 50-32 lead as Xavier Robinson hits the game winner with seven seconds left to go to win a thriller at the Jack Heifer Gymnasium tonight. So uh, so the, the game winner gives them enough time. Do they get a decent look at the end? North Central, do they have a, a good look? Got a decent look. Mason Lewis pulled from about 25 feet and left it just a bit short. North Central was out of timeouts. Robinson's shot that won the game was with seven seconds left. North Central could not call a timeout, could not set up a play. Uh, Took it the length of the right. floor. Lewis got a good look, but again, uh, mm-hmm. not enough for North Central to stave off a furious comeback by the Wildcats. All right, you and I are working the IUPUI UDM game tomorrow. Jags' uh, difficult loss last night in overtime. A three at the end of regulation puts it in overtime, and they don't have enough. But should be uh, be interesting to see how they bounce back from the uh, heartbreaker on Thursday. Yeah, you've got about 38 hours to recover, and such is the quirks of the Horizon League schedule this year. They get a team in Detroit Mercy who's been off since Saturday, uh, and they get a player mm-hmm. that had been unlike any other we have seen, maybe in this generation of college basketball in uh, in Antoine Davis. Uh, he's averaging 26 a game, which leads the NCAA Division One. If he has 17 points tomorrow, he becomes the second leading scorer in the history of NCAA Division One basketball. The only person he would trail would be Pistol Pete Maravich. Now, let's explain. Antoine has played in a three-point era. Pete did not. Pete got to play three years because of no freshman eligibility. Antoine has basically played the equivalent of four and a half years at this point because he got the bonus year from COVID. But the fact that he is one of, I believe, 11 players that has scored 3,000 points in the history of D1 hoops, he had 43 in a game in this building three years ago. I can't wait to watch him in action, not to mention South Bend Riley grad Demise Anderson. And it'll be good to see Mike Davis as well on that sideline. Hopefully the Jaguars can bounce back. They played well on Thursday. Hopefully that can carry over to uh, a right. good battle against quite the individual talent in Antoine Davis tomorrow afternoon. 
I spent the day, you'll be pleased to know, I spent the day working on the show and on the pairing show. So uh, I, uh, while I'm not finished, uh, I'm going to sandwich some work in between when I get home tomorrow and before I do the show tomorrow night and do a little bit of work on Sunday. But uh, I tried to explain earlier tonight, the volume of information is something I don't think people fully understand on what you, especially you, have to deal with at this pairing show. So here, here's the format. Uh, Bob has to read 64 sectionals. I have to have something remotely intelligent to say about 64 sectionals. <laughs> we all do that in the span of 120 minutes. There are 12 commercial breaks during that time. Oh, and we, we will talk to our good friends Paul Knighting and Janie Ulmer during the course of the broadcast. And because of the format changes in the regional and the semi-state round, I get to explain that off the top of the show. And because the regional is different, uh, we will actually announce the regional pairings as well at the tail end of the show. So somehow, and because, you know, now that the COVID-19 pandemic is eased, we're going to show pictures of watch parties, which we haven't done in the last three years. Somehow that all fits in a two-hour window, and we will do that starting Sunday at 5 o'clock. Well, good luck. <laughs> uh, you know, call your chiropractor uh, because your uh, back and shoulders are going to be uh, very, very sore after Sunday from carrying the broadcast um, because your broadcast partner, I'm not sure, is up for the task. We'll certain that'll be the interesting thing to see if your broadcast partner is up to answering the bell, Greg. I'll see. I have a short turnaround. I'll see you uh, in a little over. I'll see you in less than twelve hours. I'll see you tomorrow. We got home show traffic. Get there early, buddy. I'll see you soon. I will see you later, Greg Rakestraw. With me for everything. We're coming back. Top of the hour scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to boys basketball with some high school scores. Adam Central and Bluffton faced off tonight. Adam Central was victorious, 87 to 55. Angola and Churubusco. This time the boys score. Angola also won this one, 73 to 36. Austin and New Washington played tonight. New Washington would win, 59 to 56. Fishers and Avon. Fishers winning, 55 to 48. Bar Reeve played against Wood Memorial. Bar Reeve winning 60-37. Seymour and Bedford North Lawrence. It was Bedford North Lawrence winning 54-37 in that one. Benton Central took to Frankfurt. It was Frankfurt winning 62-51. Blackford and Frankton played tonight. Frankton winning 62-45. Bloomfield and Eastern Green played. It was Bloomfield being victorious 44-30. Boonville and Evansville Matter Day. With Evansville Matter Day winning 56-250. Brownsburg and Westfield paired up tonight. It was Brownsburg winning 62-51. Carmel and Pike in a close one. Carmel, the Greyhounds, winning 52-49 just by three. Another overtime matchup, Bloomington South and Castle. It was Bloomington South winning. Must have been a very one-sided overtime as South would end up putting up 10 points more than Castle, finishing 74-64 to in that one. Finally, Warsaw and Concord. Warsaw winning 52-35. to The Pacers are at halftime, and they have scratched back into this one against the Denver Nuggets. Still losing by 8, 61-53, with more game to go in that one. For Never Getting Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. One of the uh, great games tonight, Penn, Mishawaka, Marion, the matchup from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Paul Condry on the call of this game. All right, I'm just going to let the suspense build. Tell me who wins this matchup between two really good teams tonight, Paul. Well, Coach, it was the uh, number two rank, the Penn Kingsman coming away with a 66-52 to 52, uh, win over the Mishawaka Marion Knights as Penn goes wire to wire for the W. Uh, at one point in time, had a 17-point lead, but everybody and the 4,000 fans, they stopped selling tickets. I think it was at the first quarter of the junior varsity game. They were packed <laughs> into the palace right. at Penn High. Right. Well, great old-fashioned atmosphere, but the sidebar to the whole story between these two great teams, of course, Marion came in with 14 and, and 1, ranked number 1 in their class, Penn ranked number 2 in their class uh, with a record of 11 and 1. So it had all the makings, but the big story on the night was Marcus Burton, the Notre Dame recruit, uh, became the school's all-time leading scorer in this basketball game as he was able to uh, uh, pass Noah Applegate, a young man who's up at Hillsdale, who's at the mark at 17.09. He is now Marcus Burton now mm. at 17.30 as he led the way for the mm-hmm. Kingsmen tonight, scoring 32 points and coming off a 40-point performance against Northridge on Tuesday. Tell you what, got another game tomorrow. This kid can score 100-plus points in one week. He is certainly a talented <laughs> player. He can do it on the inside. He can do it from the outside. I uh, just never forget watching him play in his very first ball game as a ninth grader. Skinny little runt. Boy, I tell you what, that is not the case now. He is a big-time talent. Sounds to me like he absolutely is. And uh, you know what? I thought, and maybe I was wrong, but I thought people stopped going to games and people aren't going to games. And there, there's a narrative out really down and nobody goes to watch games well i think the narrative is is when you have two great teams a number one versus number two you got a a rivalry mishawaka marion had won eight straight in the series over and you got rob berger who's uh won 378 games in his career al rhodes who's already in the indiana basketball hall of fame with 676 you have all that backdrop you have two outstanding programs, of course, Marion getting to the state championship a year ago. Uh, this Kingsman team, this lone loss on the season to the top-ranked team in all the state in Ben Davis. It had all the makings. It lived up to the hype. However, uh, Penn came out, clobbered mm-hmm. Mishawaka Marion early and never uh, looked back as they go wire to wire with the W. All right, tomorrow you've got uh, Bethel. you got a little Bethel matchup uh, in the Crossroads action. Um, Bethel is uh, – are they – they're playing tomorrow, aren't they? Yeah, they are. The Crossroads League gets underway on men's. It will be the – as we Ed said, Goshen. we just started yeah. the back half of the round robin. Pilots uh, coming off a loss to uh, and the, the really, really good Grace team, a team that uh, ranks sixth in the country. Pilots will be on the road uh, taking along the, uh, the Maple Leafs of Goshen College in a pivotal game. And then, of course, uh, coming up uh, down the stretch, all the other tough teams in that league. That league is uh, – 
uh, absolutely loaded. And when you got a team as good as Marion is, that's uh, fourth or fifth in your league, uh, you know that's a pretty good league, and I'm expecting great things down the stretch. The mm-hmm. question is, will anybody able to uh, knock off that Indiana Wesleyan team of Greg Tonigal because they're playing their best basketball of the season right now? They went through the first half of the regular season in the Crossroads League unscathed. That just doesn't happen very often. But right now, everybody's going to be trying to uh, take them down, and it should be a really exciting second half of the Crossroads League season. He's Paul Condry. He is the man from the Regional Radio Sports Network. When I mean man, he is the founder uh, and uh, does great work. He's also in the uh, Indiana Broadcasters Hall of Fame, the Indiana Football Hall of Fame, uh, the Good Person Hall of Fame, and uh, honored to say a friend of mine. Hey, have a great night tonight. Call me if you get a chance tomorrow, but thanks for the time. All right, Coach. God bless you. Have a great night. Thank you. Thanks so much. High school basketball tonight. Bloomfield is number two in single A. They beat Eastern Green 44-30. J.B. Neal joins me. Coach, thanks so much for your time, and congratulations on another good win tonight. Thank you, Coach. It's a big weekend for you, brother, as if you didn't already know. <laughs> so well, you, you got EG tonight, and then uh, yeah, our last five games, you know, we, no, we no, played you're, Terre, Haute you're right. South, Terre Haute South, Winton twice, Evansville Christian. Uh, you know, go to Eastern Green, which is a rivalry game for us, and then we got the Lagodi Lions tomorrow night. So you know, our our kids have been through the gauntlet here. And South Box throw them in there. And and acquitted themselves quite well. Yeah. They they really yeah, have. Yeah, we, and I think we all understand. No, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so South Knox in there. We you know, we we've our last five games were three and two and Linton's beat us twice. Uh, you know, they're ranked one and two A and had a close game with them, uh, you know, at their place and uh was fortunate to to come back there and get South Knox and and uh, got Lagodi tomorrow, which is uh, you know a very very good basketball team. Yeah, they really are, and um, you know you want to play a good schedule. I think everybody understands that, but uh, you know it 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 helps you if your guys are able to a stay healthy and b stay mentally healthy you know and not not lose confidence and not get down on themselves and that's the fine line you walk when you play that schedule yeah you sure do and, and last year we battled injuries all year and, and this year you know fortunately we're healthy so far but uh yeah I, i've got a gritty group and and this schedule is built for them uh you know we, we we're very good at hitting the reset button and uh and moving forward so we're looking forward to tomorrow night, another challenge, and uh, we'll see what happens. Well, you're pretty good at hitting the reset button. You're also pretty good at defending people, which is one of the big reasons why you're having a lot of the success you're having. Yeah, yeah, it starts on the defensive end. I mean, our kids buy into that, and, and uh, you know, we, we, we try to play a lot of different ways with our schedule. You have to. You know, people slow it down on you. Just like tonight, it was a grinder. Uh, you know, and then we've had some games that were in the 70s. Uh, so, you know, we try to have adaptable kids and, uh, you know, be able to play with anybody. All right, so who plays well for you tonight in the win? Uh, Peter Combs, he had 15-8. and eight. Uh, You know, he's our 6'8 guy that, uh, you know, we, we try to play around and, uh, 
Yeah, it was pretty balanced after that. Uh, you know, Hank Scomp had another solid game, our little point guard. Uh, he had eight points, knocked down some shots when they were doubling off of him. And then we were just balanced, eight, six, five. You know, just everybody contributed a little bit. It was a low-scoring game. Uh, Eastern, mm-hmm. you know, they play pretty methodical. So, what wasn't big numbers tonight, but uh, we had our spurts. And, and, and they had our letdowns, too. But I'll kind of – I don't do it very often, but I'll cut them a little slack. Our last five games have been uh, been brutal, and uh, we, we probably needed one like this tonight. Well, you probably probably did. So, short turnaround. You got to get ready to uh, take on a, a very good Lagoti team at your place tomorrow night. So uh, that that'll be that, that's always a great matchup, is it not? I mean, you're, you're talking about sectional opponents and guys who know how to play and uh, you know have great tradition. It's a fun, fun night. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, you know, I, I, I listen to last coach talking about crowds. I mean, we've been very blessed. We've been playing in front of big crowds every night, it seems like. And tomorrow, you know, it'll be another right. one. Lagodi will travel well and, and just a great environment for kids. And, and it's just a lot of fun. J.B. Neal is the basketball coach at Bloomfield, the number two in single A. Tonight, they beat Eastern Green 44-30. Coach, Thanks so much for the call. Good luck tomorrow night. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it, Coach. You're welcome. Thank you. Coming up, we've got much more basketball to talk about. I want to remind you about some great college matchups, matchups, and we want to encourage you to join us on our Saturday night show, which we've been doing in conjunction with our Friday night show for 29 years. So join us. We talk a lot of uh, basketball, some great games, not only tomorrow, but also got a couple big ones on Sunday. So we'll talk about that on the show tomorrow night. We'll come back, talk some more basketball after the scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, shifting back to girls, high school basketball scores. It was North White versus North Newton. North White emerging the victors, 42-18. to Northridge took on Mishawaka, 61-53 to in favor of Northridge. New Haven and Norwell faced off tonight. Norwell decided to really lay into them. It was 90-22 to in that one. Speaking of games with big margins, Park Tudor and Crystal House Manual. Park Tudor wins 69-8 to in that one. Pendleton Heights versus Connor. Pendleton Heights wins with another 69 score to 26. Perry Meridian faced off against Martinsville 54-41. Perry Meridian winning in that one. Pioneer and West Central took to the court. It was Pioneer emerging victorious 72-33. Portage versus Merrillville. It was Portage winning 45-21. Purdue Pollywood. I'm sorry, Purdue Poly Englewood beat Central Christian 59 to 29. Sheridan defeats Delphi 72 to 52. South Bend Clay beats South Bend Riley 36 to 22. South Bend Washington beats Jimtown 63 to 33. A pair of close games here. South Putnam beat Eminence 43 to 40, and Southwestern Shelbyville. Shelbyville Defeated Edinburgh 44-40. Sullivan beats Cloverdale 59-19. Warren Central beats Lawrence Central 45-38. And Yorktown defeated Newcastle 69-56. Third quarter underway. Pacers still trailing to the Denver Nuggets 76-61. More on that as the night rolls on. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network High School Basketball tonight. Kurt Darling joins me from the um, 
ISC Network. He has the uh, win. Frankfurt, uh, excuse me. Let's hold on. Kurt, hang on for a second, okay? Nate Hawkins joins me from Heritage Hills. Coach, are you there? Hey, I'm here, Bob. How you How you doing tonight? All right. I'm doing great. Not as well as you. 51-49 winners over Southridge in overtime. What a great win for you and your kids. Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate that, Bob. Uh, it really was a, a great win. Um, a sectional-like atmosphere. It seems like we were running into a lot of those kind of games here um, on our schedule. And um, it's just been really good uh, to see our kids um, kind of grind some of these games out and win. Um, last right, Friday night right. we got last Friday night we got beat on a last second shot. Tonight we actually were the ones that uh, hit the last second shot to win win by two. Uh, but um, uh, just a uh, you know just it was a great win on the road in our conference, um, a game that we felt like we really needed. And um, you know, down seven at the half, we're down three going into the fourth quarter, and uh, we got mm-hmm. the necessary stops when we needed them in that last quarter. And uh, our kids executed down the stretch, and uh, and yet we we did have to go to overtime, but uh, but but it it was a great win. So did you make some adjustments, uh, do something different at halftime, or your guys just came out and played better? Well, uh, I think a lot of our our uh, our problems were our own our own fault. Uh, I think we were a little lackadaisical mm-hmm. on the defensive end uh, early. Um, Southridge, great shooting basketball team, and uh, we were a little soft on the perimeter, and and they were able to uh, step up, and they just they hit a bunch of shots early. Um, I actually had six threes there in that first half against us. They end up with only seven in the game. I thought we tightened up our defense a little bit in that second half. Right. Um, but uh, and we like to press. We like to half-court trap. We didn't really get a whole lot off of that stuff, and that's credit to Southridge. Uh, I mean, obviously, they uh, they executed their stuff, um, but, uh, but I thought our kids just continued to grind it out there in that second half. We started getting stops. And uh, you know, and then we 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 obviously uh, we went to Trent. Trent, we put him, he put us on his back. Um, there, uh, end up with 31 points again tonight, um, and, uh, and and we were able to uh, come through. But uh, but and even just like that last play in that overtime session, there uh, we ran a little set to get uh, uh, hopefully try to get Trent the ball, and and of course uh, they they collapsed on him, which left an opening right. for Hunter Meredith. And uh, Hunter Meredith gets in the lane and uh, knocks down the shot to give us the uh, two-point win um, here tonight in overtime. So, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, it's just this time of year. I mean, it's right. a, uh, right. just, you, you grind these things out. Everybody knows each other so well. And, uh, and it seems like we've been in a bunch of close ones. But uh, I'm really proud of our, our kids. Uh, we're now at 11-3, and three and we've won a, a bunch of close games this season. All right, so can you do you have a chance in regulation to win it, or how does it unfold that you have to well, go into overtime? <laughs> As we were talking about at the end of regulation, we we're actually down to um, late in that. Uh, I think it was about twenty seconds to go. Uh, we ran something. Trent gets fouled, and uh, he goes to the line and hit two big free throws. Actually, it was a bonus. They call it, it was a bonus. And Trent steps up mm-hmm. there and hit both those free throws to tie the game. And then we got to come back down and we got to get a big time stop. And uh, um, on that last 20 seconds, uh, I mean, we played championship level defense, forced them into a tough shot, and then got the game into the overtime session. 
And then um, and same thing in that overtime period. It was kind of back and forth, back and forth. And luckily, we were able to have the ball at the end. Um, and um, and our kids made a play. So we made one more play than they did tonight. And uh, uh, it, it was a great ball game. Uh, I think it was a game that uh, both teams could probably learn a lot from. Uh, and uh, we're both in the same sectional this year as well. So um, our sectional is really uh, is really looking like it's going to be a great sectional 31 this year. All right. So who do you play next? When when do you play next? And who? Yeah, so uh, we don't have a whole lot of time. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll enjoy this tonight. Uh, we've got a very good Castle team coming into our place uh, tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. So um, uh, the schedule's tough, but uh, that's the way we put it and, and, and the way that we like it. So uh, it, it will be a, a mighty challenge um, to, to go up against those guys. But uh, I, I think it's a challenge that our kids are looking forward to and, uh, and a good measuring stick to kind of see – where we're at here in January, um, I mean, they're probably as long and as big as what the Brownsburg team was that we played earlier right, in the season right. there in early December. And, uh, and and we didn't do so well in that game. So it will be a good test to see kind of where we've where we're at now at this juncture of the season. And um, obviously, we're, we're just going to keep working. We're going to keep uh, keep getting better. Uh, it's, a, it's a young group. Um, Five of our top seven are freshmen and sophomores, uh, but, uh, but but it's a fun group, and uh, and they've been able to win some games um, during the course of the season, a bunch of close ones, and uh, you know for that I, I think we're real we're real happy with our progress. Nate Hawkins, the head coach at Heritage Hills, their 18th in uh, 3A, 51-49 winners in overtime over Southridge. Nate, thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow night. I appreciate it, Coach, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Kurt Darling from the ISC Sports Network. Kurt, sorry about that uh, restart here. 61-51, Frankfurt over Benton Central tonight. Pretty good ball game. Good win for the Hot Dogs and Dave McCullough. Yeah, definitely, Coach. Of course, uh, it's Dave McCullough's first year as the head coach at Frankfurt. Of course, this is his 39th year overall, so, you know, I'm pretty sure he kind of knows what he's doing at this point. Uh, But uh, he uh, definitely coached a really good game here tonight for the Frankfurt Hot Dogs. Of course, you know, Frankfurt, they got off to a real tough start this year. In fact, they started off 1-5. and Well, now they with with the win tonight, they've won six of their last seven to get to 500 for the first time in a few years. So, uh, Dave McCullough is off on the right track here with this hot dog squad, but a good win tonight over Benton Central because Benton Central, they were 11-4 and coming into this contest, and so they've kind of been flying under right. the radar as one of the better teams in the state, even though they're not really being considered in any of the polling, but bottom line is this, Benton Central's hit a tough stretch right now. They've now lost three of their last four with this loss tonight. But, uh, you know, getting things going right in this ball game, Coach, you know, Frankfurt uh, punched him in the mouth right out of the gate with two big three-pointers. And it was just kind of back and forth there a little bit. Uh, Benton Central would tie it, but that's about as close as they would get. Uh, Frankfurt led by as many as 14 points in this ball game, And, of course, they were anchored by Kai Kirby, who had 20 tonight. Um, but it was just a good, a good, solid effort by Frankfurt to just kind of keep their composure, even though uh, Benton Central literally could not stop missing from behind the arc. Um, in fact, their uh, their first five field goals were all three-pointers. So, um, Benton Central, they did what they do best. They they shoot the three ball, but Frankfurt was really able to just kind of grind things out and good win tonight mm-hmm. here for the Hot Dogs. 
All right, uh, who do they play next? Who's up next for them? Well, Benton Central has the next week off. They'll be taking on Seeger um, on J- January 27th, so they'll have a, a much-needed respite that, they can, that they'll certainly need coming off of this tough stretch here. But the Frankfurt Hot Dogs, they are right back at it again tomorrow night. County rival against Clinton uh, Central, that's going to be tomorrow night mm. on the road for the Hot Dogs. So they'll try to uh, keep the momentum rolling tonight here against Clinton Central. Kurt Darling from the ISC Network on the call of Frankfurt's 61-51 win over Benton Central. Kurt, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Coming up, more basketball as we have a very busy Friday night. So encourage everyone to join us tomorrow night for our Saturday show. We'll be talking about college basketball Games of note tomorrow, not a complete schedule, but some Division One games, Indiana State of Murray State, Boston College at Notre Dame, Drake at Evansville, Detroit Mercy at IUPUI, Valpo at Illinois State, Fort Wayne at Northern Kentucky, SIU Edwardsville at USI. Short break, we'll come back and talk some more basketball on Network Indiana's. We'll take a minute. We have – no, this is a scoreboard update. Let's not downplay that. Sam Fritz coming up with a very important scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. All right, and we are back to boys' high school basketball scores. High-scoring affair between these two teams, final score being 81-74 to between Gary 21st Century and East Chicago Central. It was East Chicago Central that would put up the 81-21st to Century 74. Gibson Southern and Tell City took to the court. Gibson Southern was victorious 67-21. to It was Northwood versus Goshen. Northwood won 45-29. to Greencastle and South Vermilion had a close one. It was South Verm that would win. 47 to 45. Hagerstown and Blue River. Hagerstown winning by four, 60 to 56. Zionsville and Hamilton Southeastern met, and Zionsville won when it came to the boys' game, 52 to 38. Harrison West Lafayette versus Anderson. It was Anderson winning by 24. 77 to 53 in that one. Hauser versus Waldron. Waldron won 47 to 38. Hobart and Munster. Munster won 63-41. Indian Creek versus Northview. Indian Creek would be victorious 66-42. Jimstown and South Bend, Washington. South Bend, Washington wins 66-29. Kokomo and Muncie Central. Kokomo winning 62-38. Lafayette Central Catholic versus Traders Point Christian. In a close one, decided by one, Lafayette Central Catholic would win 51 to. 50. Lake Station and Highland. It was Lake Station winning 61 to 47. And finally, Lanesville versus North Harrison. North Harrison wins 51 to 26. Pacers trailing by nine, 86 to 75 in the third quarter against the Denver Nuggets. For Never Canadian Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. High school basketball tonight. Central Noble beats um, Eastside 52 41. John Bodie joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thank you so much for the time. And it's a special night. You uh, and your guys and your uh, community raising some money for uh, Hagen Nepp, uh, former Bar Reef standout. He's fighting a battle with cancer right now. And I wanted to, number one, applaud you for this. Um, I know you well enough in our time last year talking about state championships to, to know a quality person when I sit down and talk to one. And so you and everyone involved, congratulations on this great effort. And, again, congratulations on the win. 
Well, thank you. Um, it, it was, um, I guess, some planning that we we put this all together in one week, and had a lot of people right. from our a lot of people from our community step up. You know, calling college coaches to give us tickets for a silent auction. Um, I don't have our total yet. We just handed out the last set of tickets and stuff. Um, it, it's going to be a, a pretty good amount that, that our community raised, and um, it was all because you know we played Bar Reeve at Southport last year in the Tip Off Classic and getting ready for Bar Reeve. Um, and in summer prior, you know, Coach Thompson and I talked, got to know each other. Right. Um, developed, developed a friendship. And the scouting Bar Reeve um, prior to playing them in Southport, just um, loved the way Hagen Nepp carried himself on the court, loved the way he mm-hmm. played the game. And, you know, anytime a kid goes through something like this or anybody, um, you, your heart goes out to him and you want to do what you can to help him. Well, there's a reason why uh, your kids are successful uh, because of, of culture. You know, you talk about culture, not just within your team, but within the, the the community and the school and those kinds of things. And these are, you know, this we you know, IHSAA. I interview the commissioner every week for their for their network, and they talk about education-based athletics. You know, tonight's one of those great uh, educational opportunities. You want to talk about a teaching moment? You just did it. Yeah, I think our, our kids, they, they knew Hagen from last year. Several of our, several of our right. kids, we lost, we lost some kids, but several of our kids um, got to play against them. And, um, and they, they all, my, I have good kids, and they're all compassionate kids, and they, they care for other human beings. We want to win, but right. we care. All right, so tell me how you do this tonight. You know, it sounds to me like, uh, again, defensively, you, you did really, really well this evening. Yeah, we I, defensively, we were fine. Um you know, I, I knew going into the game they were going to play a lot of ball control and try to slow it down, and and they did. We we tried some trapping early on. It, it worked some. It um, trapping on ball screens. It worked some, and sometimes we didn't get the right rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, just had to do something to speed them up. And you know, we had a couple chances in the third quarter to extend it to ten points, and um, just couldn't get it done. And it hung around six, and then finally in the fourth quarter we we, we were able to get it to about a ten point lead and, and kept it there. Tell me who plays well for you tonight, Coach, in the win. Yeah, Drew Pleat handled the ball really well for us tonight. He scored 16 points, had some free throws down the stretch. He, he really wanted the ball down the stretch. Then we had three players with nine. Um, Isaiah Guard, our inside player, had nine. Jackson Andrews and Connor Lemon, two other guards, had nine points. So uh, pretty balanced. That, that's been us this year. You know, last year we we ran everything through Connor Season and Logan Guard. Right. This, this year I got seven players that averaged between seven and 11 points a game. Well, I'll tell you what, Connor's having a great year and he had a tremendous night against the Hoosiers the other night. I know you're enormously proud of him, and uh, he has stepped in, as I'm sure you expected and everyone did, uh, in, in the rigors of playing in the Big Ten, and he's acquitted himself quite well. Yeah, I think um, he's a competitor. And, and I, you know, I said all, all along last year that I thought he was the, the best um, shooter in the state. But, you know, I know um, Fletcher Lawyer's a darn good shooter, too. Sure. But, um, you know, so we had like Indiana's got some good players. Always do, always do, and um, it's fun to watch them when they're in college. And it's, it's even more fun when when you know somebody playing um, on a team like Wisconsin. Yeah. 
John Bodie from Central Noble, fundraiser for Hagen Nepp down at Bar Reeve, successfully done. Again, congratulations on that and congratulations on the win, John. You're a credit to the profession, and uh, I applaud you. Thanks for taking time. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, short break. We'll come back, talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network High School Basketball tonight. Heritage in overtime beats Woodland 57-54. Adam Gray joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great win tonight. You, it, was, uh, it was a nail-biter, that's for sure. <laughs> you wouldn't have it any other way, Coach. Come on now. Absolutely not. You know, it, rival, it, rivalry <laughs> game and, yeah, Come down to the absolute last second. So yeah, it was it was a fun night. It was a really fun night. All right, who, who hits the game winner for you? Um, Luke Saylor, who is now now our all time lean scorer. He got that over the Christmas break. Wow. Um, he hits a step back three from the volleyball line. Not quite <laughs> exactly what we drew up, but it, it, it it's in his arsenal, and it was good the whole way. Right. Sounds to me like uh, his arsenal is if he walks in between the lines, he's ready to go. Pretty much, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I can't coach that either. That's just that's his ability and him working hard at it. All right. So overtime win. Is it close throughout the way? Anybody able to get any separation? We uh, we got a six point lead going into halftime. They closed it. Um, midway through the third, and they took a lead going into the fourth. Um, it, it, it was nip and tuck the whole way. I would say they got to they got their lead up to four during the fourth, and that, yeah, I mean it's, it's one possession the rest of the way. There was no room for error on either team. Right. It, it was a, it was a well played basketball game. All right, I'm sitting in my house in Franklin, but this sounds to me like this is a sectional championship type atmosphere and way the game is played. It, you know, Heritage Woodland is a it's a big rivalry. Um, a lot of our kids they, they know each other, they're friends both on the court and in the student right. bodies. Um, it was also a special night because we did our coaches versus cancer night tonight to. Um, and those funds went towards Hagen's net from uh, Bar Reeve. Um, right, right. So it Good was, for you I guys. Mean, it, yeah. it, it was a packed house, and there you're on your edge of your seat your whole game. I mean, it's it's like a sectional championship environment. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. I like doing the show. I mean, I love doing the show. <laughs> uh, but man, oh man, get in there. So, what did you draw up to win the game? Well, we drew up. We wanted him to come off of the handoff. We had six seconds left. Um, right, we right. had the ball on the sideline. Um, we came out of a timeout, did the whole set up, see what they're going to do, call another timeout and draw something completely different up. Well, the thing that we drew up completely different, um, they guarded really well. Niles Snappy <laughs> was smart enough to take a timeout. Um, right. So we got to draw another one up because I was just trying to save. Apparently, 
I, the good Lord knew I was going to need all those timeouts right. at the end because we had to take three of them when no time came off the clock. Um, so we wanted Luke to come off a handoff and get him going downhill. And they guarded that really well. So he pulled it out, did a step back, and just, it, it, it didn't touch anything except that. I mean, it was, Coach, it was good the whole way. Great. I got to run, but thanks so much for the call. Good luck next time out. 